This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 316 of the Stable Scoop Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network. Please support our sponsors as they make this show possible. Our sponsors this week are theridingwarehouse.com. Welcome to the Stable Scoop, with weekly shows delivered right to you. With Helena and Glenn the Geek, live from the Stable, it's every week. They'll bring you the news through hail or hot water, while using their tails as their own fly swatters. Sit on down and laugh till your poop cause it's time again for Stable School. Stable School. Stable School. Stable School. Hey everybody, Glenn the Geek here with you this week on the Stable Scoop radio show. Uh, Helena is not with us this week. Actually, we both had uh, a series of issues that came up that caused us not to be able to record a new episode for you this week. So we're going we're gonna to do some uh, fun things here today. Uh, and then next week we'll be back to our regular schedule. I have first for you an uh, interview that I did with uh, one of our friends, Darlene Ricker, who's over covering the World Equestrian Games in France. And she gives us kind of an overview of what it's been like the last uh, couple of days for her over there and, uh, you know, how everything has been going, more on a social front uh, of things rather than the competition side. And then we're going to bring you the coverage that we did a couple of weeks ago at the American Equestrian Trade Association in Philadelphia. We did a special episode of Horses in the Morning from there that was co-hosted by one of our auditors, Colleen Peachy. So uh, we thought that you would enjoy hearing that over here on the Stable Scoop Radio Show. If you listen to that episode on Horses in the Morning, then uh, then we'll talk to you again next week. Or you can take a listen again. What the heck? But uh, right now, let's head over to Darlene at, and Ricker, who is at the World Equestrian Games in Normandy, France, and hear a little bit about the atmosphere over there. Well, hi, Darlene. Welcome back to the show. It's good to have you back. Now, where in France are you at this point? There is Waldo. Um, I am in Cannes, Cannes, France, at the main um, World Equestrian Games venue. Okay, you're at the main arena. Is that where they do the jumping? It is. Jumping, um, dressage, jumping is going on now, although today is a rest day, but it's continuing through through the next couple days. Dressage was held here, and the stadium phase of three-day eventing was held here. Well, let me ask you, uh, Just uh, we'll start with this, because we just had Leslie on from Horse Nation, who was out at the eventing complex and covered all of the eventing and was telling us some of the horror stories from out there with not enough food and, or bathrooms or, you know, and traffic was all tied up for hours. What about you? Uh, what have you found at the other venues? Um, one thing I, I would say first about the, um, the Aradu Pen, the eventing cross-country venue, and dressage venue was that, yeah, it was a mess, and some people were calling it uh, Woodstock Weg because we had several days of rain and mud. But I will say this, the organizers came out really, really fast, at least for us, for the press and for the spectators, with straw and rubber mats and tried to make it as comfortable as they could. I will say that. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, but the other venues, gosh, they've they've fared really, really well. Um, the main stadium at Duanano Stadium is, as I've described it before, it's a renovated soccer stadium. So um, it's absolutely beautiful. The horses come out. This is kind of fun. They come out from underneath through a tunnel, sort of like at the old Madison Square Garden, into the open, like, bowl-type bowl arena with uh, stadium seating all the way around it. And some of them at first, the jumpers had a bit of a look, you know, but um, most of them were fine. And you had, I mean, there was like a, what seemed like a million jumpers. It was like 170 or something, wasn't it? 100 and, yes, 160-something. Yeah, yeah. That's a lot. Right. <laughs> That's a lot. It was. It was. <laughs> or it is. It's still going on. Now, are the stands... The final four is on are the, Sunday. Are the stands full for jumping? Has it been uh, a pretty good crowd? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would say, you know, I haven't been everywhere every day because I can't clone myself, but... Um, what I did see of the jumping, which was quite a bit, is it seemed to draw the most crowds. And were they uh, excitable crowds? I mean, were they into it? Yeah, it was kind of like at the Olympics, you know, people in uh, country colors and, you know, jumping up and down, waving flags, cheering. Um, of course, the, the home team from France here, you know. Oh, and they were doing pretty well, and... so the place must have been going nuts. Uh Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. There's a lot of spirit here, and it's really fun. And it's fun in town too. I was just walking around downtown in Ka, and um, there are a lot of how can I put it decorations um, in front of some of the shops, in front of some of the bars and bistros. They'll have like bales of hay and saddles and and that type of thing. And the night that. Um, the Netherlands won the jumping, the show jumping. It was just insane in town. It was great. And they're all in their orange jackets, so they show up quite well, you know. Yep. And this one... You can always tell where the Dutch light. are. <laughs> you can always tell where the Dutch are. Yeah. yeah. So they're all at... Um, it's called the Oyster Bar, and it's right across from Main Stadium, Donato Stadium. And immediately after the, the medal ceremony and the press conference, man, that place was stacked with orange, everybody, everything. Um, and you could see it from the streets because, you know, these are sidewalk bars and ca cafes. You can go in and you can be outside and way out onto the sidewalk. It was packed with orange. <laughs> uh, and uh, so now have you, I know Alltech's been doing concerts there in the evenings too. Has uh, Have you gotten any to any of those? You know, I meant to, and I planned to, but I just got swept up in all the equestrian excitement and deadlines, and I was not able to get over there. However, uh, walking today in downtown Kant near the Alltech office, I ran into Billy Fry from oh, Alltech. Oh, yeah. yeah, we know Billy. Is, 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 um, is in charge of, I believe, the concerts, and he said they're going great. There's quite a mix here. It's very different than the concerts in... Uh, we're in Lexington. Yeah, you they know, do. The only real um, American yeah. funk type one was um, Cool and the Gang, which opened the, the concert series. And then they've had a lot of local color type groups that, quite honestly, I'm not familiar with, but are quite popular here. So they've been well attended. 
So now, uh, you uh, did you have a chance to get over to driving? Uh, driving dressage has started yesterday and is uh, continuing right now on its second day. So have you had a chance to head over to the racetrack where they're doing that? I did. I went over there yesterday. I was there briefly this morning. Um, it's really, really pretty. It's a beautiful venue, and it's um, quite different than at Lexington 2010 in the sense that it's far more accessible because it's smack, literally smack in the middle of town in the center of, of what's normally a trotting race course. And the stabling, they were able to put it very, very close and the warm-ups. So the drivers are all quite happy and it's just very, very pretty. It's very pretty and a nice place to drive, I'm told. And I've heard uh, through the grapevine that it is a uh, is truly a WEG-level uh, marathon course that the the obstacles and the challenges that they have in the marathon course are up to WEG standards. So uh, it should be interesting. Anybody that wants to watch that can watch it on FEI TV tomorrow. Uh, it'll start early, probably around, I think it starts around 4 o'clock our time, so um, Eastern time here in the United States. So you have to get up early to watch it, but it's a lot of fun to watch the foreign hands go through the obstacles. Uh, so what are you, what would you say you you know you're you're probably uh, just about after a couple more days ready to head home and relax a little bit. What would you say has been your favorite or the most exciting thing for you so far? All of them, but I will tell you something <laughs> interesting, something that surprised me very much. Let me add. Let me know, guess. Can I guess? Yeah. Vaulting. Yeah, vaulting. Yes, and that really surprised me because you know vaulting generally doesn't get as much attention of the equestrian and um, the Olympic equestrian disciplines. And I went over there yesterday, actually the day before, and it's really interesting because that it's called the Zenith Arena and it's round. It's an absolutely round venue and they had to rebuild the uh roof on it because from within the last few months they did this over the last year because the previous winter the snow made it cave in. So it's really, really just decked out really nicely, and it's very, very small. I can't remember how many seats, but it's quite small, and it's very dramatic because it's, it's you know, they have it dark, and then right before the, the Volta comes out, they will light it up in blue or red, and they'll make these designs on the the uh, arena footing. I can't really explain it. With lights, well, like a light show. It's really neat. And then the vaulta comes out, and I interviewed some of the vaultas afterwards. And, um, you know, I asked them how they liked it. And they said they, they loved the venue. Um, but they did say that because it's so small, they said their horses, well, the music is loud, and you would think it would drown it out. But they said that their horses could hear the clicking of the cameras and that some of, of them, because of the acoustics in there, and that some of the horses were kind of looking at first until they figured it out, but being vaulting horses, you know, they got over it quickly. But some of them were, were not happy with that. So the organizers real quickly um, got together and asked the, I don't know if they asked or required the photographers to use some type of, sil I'm not familiar with it, but some type of silencing equipment that will muffle the sound of the shutters clicking and vaulting. 
Well, I, you know, the reason I was able to guess that is I had the same experience. I didn't know anything about vaulting in WEG 2010, and I ended up watching a couple afternoons of vaulting, and it was uh, I had a new respect for what they can do. So that's why I knew that uh, that's what you were going to say, because everybody has the same experience when they, when they hit up vaulting. It's, it just seems to be the same way. Well, uh, thank you so much, Darlene, for joining us again. And I know you're going to be uh, having a full weekend. You got some driving marathon, and then you also have more jumping going on. So you got uh, you have some things to cover this weekend, and then I guess you'll be making your way back to uh, Lexington. That's right. That's the plan. All right. Thank you, Darlene. We appreciate your reports. My pleasure, Glenn. Bye-bye. And, of course, you can find Darlene at equestrianauthors.com. That's her website. Go to equestrianauthors.com. Now, right after this word from our good friends over at theridingwarehouse.com, you get to listen to a very fun episode that we did from the American Equestrian Trade Association back in August. This was the Horses in the Morning show we did live from there with the help of one of our auditors, uh, Colleen Peachy, co-hosted. And uh, we had a lot of fun. I think you'll enjoy this. So sit back and take a listen. If you've heard it before, then we will see you next week. Ridingwarehouse.com, your one-stop online tack shop. A huge selection of your favorite products and brands, but also including really unique and hard-to-find items like knee patch and full-seat riding jeans with cargo pockets, rigging converters, and a wide variety of bitless bridles. Listeners of the Horse Radio Network can use the coupon code RADIO for 15% off their order this month only, plus free shipping over $50 or $5 for second-day air, and a return policy like no other in the business and that is free returns for one year both ways. You can find it all at ridingwarehouse.com. Give them a chance and save 15%. Use the coupon code RADIO at checkout. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. Good Monday morning, everybody. I am Glenda Geek, coming to you from Oaks, Pennsylvania. And I am Colleen Peachy from Oaks, Pennsylvania. And you are listening to Horses in the Morning, live from the American Equestrian Trade Association show in Oaks, Pennsylvania, for August 18th, episode 979. This episode is brought to you by Omega Alpha Equine. Good morning, Horse World. Well, good morning, everybody. Thank you for joining us here this morning. We really appreciate it. We love doing these live remotes that we do from Ada. And I am a especially excited today because we have one of our terrific auditors on with us co-hosting today and leading off on auditor week this is we've named it auditor week here on horses in the morning because we're having all auditors co-hosting well you know what glenn i'm really excited to be here it's quite an honor to be the first auditor to co-host and i'm really looking forward to listening to everybody else the rest of the week well now you have to set the standard you have to be good you know, so. I'm going to try my best, but I can't promise anything. So <laughs> You have to be as good as Jamie, okay? Those but, are pretty big shoes to I fill. Know, I know, I know. You have to tell stories about crazy cats and horses and children and 
I do have crazy cats, and you know, I probably have some chicken stories I can watch. They're always you have chickens, don't you? I do have chickens. Yeah, I yeah. do. They're very entertaining to watch. I don't really think that they think very much. They just kind of react to everything, but entertaining nonetheless. Well, we've had fun. We've been here. We've been here all weekend at the American Equestrian Trade Association show. For those that haven't heard our past broadcasts from here, this is the show where the uh, wholesalers bring all of their merchandise in and uh, try and sell it to the retailers to carry in their stores around the country and the world, for that matter. There uh, probably are about three, 400 wholesalers here, would you say, fans here, close to that? I think so. Yeah. And I have to say, it's just a little bit dangerous to be walking around here and you get to see the chance of everything that is going to be coming out in stores. So. Let's just say I'm making lists for when I visit my local pack shop. And, and it's cash crazy. and carry day, which means a lot of these vendors don't want to pack up the stuff and bring it home, so they'll sell it to whoever will buy it. When we were, actually, when we had our tack shop back, uh, we, we had a store called the Horse Tough Company, and we would come to these trade shows. We would come to these things for 20 years now, Jennifer and I. We would buy the entire Weatherby to booth and take the entire Weatherby to booth home with us. We just went in and we'd say, okay, no cash and carry here. We're buying the whole booth. And we would just buy all the blankets, all the booths. We'd buy everything that was in their booth, pack it into a uh, U-Haul and take it home. So that was kind of fun. Now, be honest. You probably were looking at some of the things that you brought home and were like, well, you know, do we really need to sell this Some oddball sizes. Because <laughs> they bring some weird sizes to the shows. Sometimes all the small ones, so they fit better and that kind of thing. Well, see, that would work for me because I have a horse that's in a size 87. So if it was one of those oddball sizes and it's like, who actually has a horse to fit in 87? How tall is your horse? Uh, that mark is actually 17.3. Oh, wow. You know, it used to be that we couldn't sell an 87. To, and it used, they didn't make 87s. 84 was the largest they made until the early 2000s when warm blood started coming in. And then, is he warm blood? He's, uh, he's Dutch warm blood thoroughbred cross, so. Yeah. yeah. And picked up a lot of the Dutch warm blood, apparently. Apparently. <laughs> size extra ginormous. Yes. <laughs> well, it, it has been fun here at uh, Ada all weekend. We have made the rounds of the entire place. We have a ton of guests lined up for you this morning to talk about different products, all kinds of different products this morning, so that should be a lot of fun. Jamie is on vacation this week, for those of you that missed it and haven't heard her talking about it for the last month. Uh, she's so excited. She's now in the mountains of Idaho someplace at, uh, is it Double D Ranch? What was that again? No, it's not Double D. I keep saying Diamond D Ranch in Idaho. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> in, a, in Idaho. And she's going to be out of communication. Apparently they have like no internet, no phone, no nothing up there. So she's going to be off the grid this week. You won't see her ha- hit them happy updates this week. She said she's going to take one every day and then when she gets back, she'll put them all up. Yeah, that just means that she has a whole bunch to go up in one day at the end of the week. That's right. And thank you to everybody who's been posting the Hit em Happies. There's been a ton of them. So we appreciate that as well. And we want to thank the uh, good people at Hopper Expositions at hopperexpos.com because they are the ones that bring us in and invite us to come in for the last six years, I think. Uh, twice a year for the last six years. They set us up here so that we can broadcast live from here and highlight some of the terrific products and companies that we find here. Basically, this show in uh, at this time of year is there's a lot. There'll be people in buying for Christmas. Um, there'll also be people in making their final orders for blankets. A lot of the blanket orders go in in January, and then you you place your orders in January for bulks of blankets that'll come in and end of September, early October into your store. 
but this time of year, if there's new additions to the blankets or something like that, they'll they'll place final orders or they'll round out their orders for blankets this time of year. And then all the new products, and, and I don't know, walking around, did you see some new products that you hadn't seen before? I have seen some new products that I haven't seen before. Um, some new products, some just new styles and different colors and different, you know, fashions, but I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty excited about some of the things I've seen. One of the things that uh, I've noticed is color. Bright colors are coming in, even in the horse world now. It's no more just black and white. I have to say I'm pretty addicted to all the colors. I just, it's very interesting that you say that because, you know, I find just traditional colors get a little boring if you wear them all the time, but there's so many different, not just colors, but patterns. You see a lot of prints. Um, a lot of the show attire that I'm seeing, there's a lot of fun patterns and prints inside the collars and the end of the sleeve. So it just gives you a nice little, you know, extra pop of color. And to me, it's, it kind of speaks to your personality. You can get something that, you know, you like, and it's nice and conservative when you button up your show collar, and then you can, you know, pop it open, and you have, like, a little splash of fun. Well, we, uh, uh, one of the things I wanted to mention, too, is that I totally lost it. It's gone. Oh, I wanted to mention that you are also, let's talk about your other part-time gig. You have a real job where you actually pay the bills, but you also have a part-time gig in that you have one of the jobs that every horse girl in this country wants, and tell us what that is. Um, I actually write a product review column for Eventing Nation, uh, which is a lot of fun. The thing I like about it most... Did you get free stuff? No, absolutely oh. not. That's not the most fun part. <laughs> The most fun part, Glenn, is that I get to come to places like Ada and walk around and get to talk to all of the, you know, owners of the companies, marketing folks of the companies, and I get to learn not only about, you know, the new and exciting products they have coming out, which is great for me since I'm a little bit of a shopaholic, but it's also really cool because I get to talk to them and find out, you know, the stories about how their company started, which there are a lot of cool stories out there, companies that you might think are absolutely huge are actually just a really small group of really hardworking and dedicated people. And it's a lot of fun. But also I like walking around and getting to find out, you know, a lot of the new stuff that's coming out. And I've actually found that I have learned a lot because I really, in uh, in my product reviews, my philosophy is, you know, I like to share a bit about myself and my horses so people can kind of get to know me. And then I like to talk about products in a very technical sense so that, People kind of get an idea for all of the features um, that are available, and then, you know, they can kind of see how it works for me. I like to talk about that. But to me, I'm not going to recommend or not recommend a product to anybody because everybody's different. Every horse is different. Every rider is different. I just like to kind of use the product reviews as a venue to make, you know, buyers more educated so that when they're going out, they can kind of have some options and kind of know, you know, the specs on each thing that they're looking at. But I actually like it because I've learned through my technical discussions with um, a lot of the companies, I feel like I've learned a lot, so I've actually become a more educated buyer myself. So that's a lot of fun. Well, you, uh, and you get to try out cool stuff. Oh, my gosh, it's so much fun. <laughs> Are you riding, like, in a different pair of breeches every day? And some I, days when you want to just put on your jeans, you go, oh, I have to wear another pair of breeches. You know, that's actually funny you say that because I feel like um, I have my horses. I have a small farm with my sister, and so I do a lot of my riding um, in my ring at home. So a lot of times I just throw on jeans or a pair of old breeches and a T-shirt, 
and go out riding. But now I'm always, you know, getting dressed in a certain pair of britches that I'm trying or, you know, a certain helmet that I'm trying. And I feel like I'm kind of getting dressed to not really go anywhere. But it's a lot of fun trying everything <laughs> out. And um, I feel like it's a great learning experience for me. And I hope that it also can be a great learning experience for anybody that follows my columns. I can see now, I can see all your your horse and neighbors watching you going, why is she wearing her hunt coat and stock tie today out riding in the ring? <laughs> <laughs> so did you, uh, so your goal here was to find new products to test, I guess, when you're walking around mm-hmm. for Eventing Nation. Yes. Yep. Yep. And we're going to shout out to John of the Venting Nation. Say hello to him this morning. And also Leslie over at Horse Nation. She's usually here on Mondays and joins us on every Monday, but she will not be here today because uh, because I have the other half represented today in Colleen over at uh, Venting Nation. Now, let's give a shout out also to your sister who was too scared to get on the air with us today. Lorraine is here, too, who's also an auditor. Oh, now she's giving us the evil eye. Come over here and sit down a second. We have to get you to say hi. Look, it's Auditor Week. You're an auditor. You have to be here. So say hi, Lorraine. Good morning, Glenn. Good morning. Come up a little closer to the mic. We we had the opportunity to have dinner with you guys the other night. It was a lot of fun. And also, let's give a shout-out to Kelly, who was here and stopped by to say hi to us the other day. Another auditor from the area. Yep, that was so much fun. I was thinking this morning, I wasn't sure if we were doing daily winnies today, but that was going to be one of my daily winnies, too. Auditor Kelly, because that was so much fun that we all got to go out to dinner the other night and talk about the show, and it was just a lot of fun. So we are uh, uh, we we are going to have a number of guests, as I said uh, during the day today. Our first one's getting situated here, uh, but we uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about well, about a little bit of everything. We have a wide variety here for you this morning, and as we go through the day, too, I'll also uh, we'll also continue the conversation. Uh, with uh, Colleen about uh, what what she saw and what unique things that we have found. I had my favorite booth, too. We always pick a booth every year, and I had my favorite booth. We'll, we'll talk about what that is a little later in the show. But our first guest is here, and we have Laura here from Unique Boutique. Did I say that right? You sure did. That's it. And, you know, we found you the other day, and we said we had to have you on because it's such a cool story, uh, and we don't see it too often in the horse world. Mm-hmm. So tell us what Unique Batik is and why it's a cool story. So Unique Batik is a fair trade importer, and we work with artisans in Guatemala, Ghana, and Thailand. And all of our products are handmade by small groups and families, and the thing about fair trade is that it's a movement that started about 50 years ago as an outgrowth of missionary and international development work to try to alleviate poverty in developing areas, economically developing areas. So um, it has since evolved into a set of operating principles that include fair wages, no child labor, safe working conditions, and long-term relationships with your artisans that really focus on improving the quality of life in some of the world's most impoverished areas. And you said Unique Boutique has been um, has been outside the horse world. It started outside the horse world selling where? In shops and things like that? Yeah, we have been selling um, to all kinds of retailers, lots of different gift retailers, uh, as well as outdoor um, outfitter-type retailers. But I am a lifelong horse person with a real passion for horses. What kind of horses? Oh, I have gated horses. Oh, yeah? You can see Walker. Oh, yeah. Rocky Mountain. Oh, great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And, of course, they are my Trail rider then, huh? 
trail riding. I actually hunt them. I jump them. I do a little really? bit of them. What, you know, just a little bit of everything. Anything that the horses take to, we do. So oh, wow. um, that is how I wanted to combine my passion for horses with my passion for fair trade and try bringing some of our cool products here to Ada and see what kind of reaction we would get. And so far, it's been really positive, so it's exciting. Oh, terrific. Yeah, we talked to you at the beginning of the show, so I didn't have a report then of how, how it was going with the retailers. Well, let's see some of your products. Talk about some of the specific things. Sure. So I brought a couple of things. Okay. Um, the first thing I brought is a hip pouch that I love because when you ride in the saddle, you don't want a fanny pack on your butt bouncing around. You don't and want... And fanny packs are out. They are so That's out. so, so 90s. And you also don't really want something in front of your tummy because it can it can interfere with your riding. So this hip pouch stays um, right where it should, right along your thigh or right on your hip where it's easy to get into. And you can grab your cell phone. You can grab uh, a little first aid kit I often keep in there. And uh, I love it because it's flat. It's flattering to your figure and it's really convenient so the one you're holding right now and I know listeners can't see but it's pretty worn because I've been riding with that one for five years and oh, I wow. thought well gee if well, I know it's like durable. it <laughs> you're kidding me no I, I've had it for five years and it's durable the important thing about this bag besides is it embroidered it, yeah the yeah. embroidery is actually a used ladies blouse in Guatemala the women wear elaborately embroidered blouses called repeals. And when they wear out, our artisans collect them and um, cut out the stained and torn parts and use the remaining gorgeous embroidery to make new bags. Oh, so wow. not only have I had this for five years, but before that, it was worn by a Mayan woman for who knows how many years. Um, so, you know, you've got a great fabric there with just uh, how cool is that? Beautiful feel. Can I say that just is completely amazing because I would have not known that this bag was worn for five years if you hadn't told me because the fabric just looks absolutely gorgeous. To me, that speaks to how much care um, goes into the garments, and I love that it's basically the ultimate recycling program. Thanks, and I have to say, I haven't taken very good care of it. I think I put it in the washer for like the second time before running up to the show. <laughs> so like horse before that. It wasn't me. I haven't been babying the bag. It smelled like Tennessee Walker before I came here. <laughs> it probably still does smell good people. <laughs> they are beautiful. Now, you do all different kinds of things, not just the hip bags, but all mm -hmm. different things, right? Yeah. So we also do jewelry and all kinds of other handbags. Um, I brought another piece to show you because um, this is a personal favorite. So this is a bracelet, and it has a center medallion that has crocheted straps. But the center medallion is carved coconut shell with a cutout silhouette of a horse. And it is fine. I mean, intricately yeah. fine. And the, tiny. the thing about it is that this is actually cut with a teeny tiny little saw. It looks almost like a laser cut piece, but it is not. And I brought a picture here. I know the audience can't see it, but you guys might enjoy knowing that I, I am telling the truth. So, um, Okay, so we got a guy is, sitting at a little bench. And those little round pieces in front of him, it's not a great detail shot, but what he has is holes in this little bench, and he's using a saw to cut up through, through the bench. Up through the bench, up through the coconut. So he has like a... Uh, uh, 
some kind of form underneath there that's guiding him. That's really cool. It almost gives me the impression of being like a table saw. I just can't even describe it does, it does actually. The, yeah. level, the level of detail on this piece. And where was he from? Where is he from? He's from Guatemala. Guatemala. Okay. And he's got a little girl that's so cute. There with him. Yeah, that's his, <laughs> one of his daughters. And let me tell you, there's not a lot in the house where he is sitting. It's the bench, and I, it looks like he's sitting on a bucket of some kind. Um, so it's, uh, you know, but, wow, what work they do, huh? Yeah. And, and a coconut shell would never guess that. Can you even believe that that was cut with a saw? I know. I mean, I know. I'm, I'm surprised to hear that. I really am. Here's another example, um, just to show you a different style. This one is a tree, and it has very fine little branches. Also shows off his skill. And, you know, I can look at the underside. Now I can tell it is a coconut shell when you look at the underside. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, the tree is very intricate. Oh, my gosh. Coconut shell is great because it is so hard, um, and it, it needs to be. Otherwise, when you cut the tiny, fine pieces, you'll end up cracking it. So Now, on the tags that you guys, when you sell them, do people know, do the tags say where it's from? The tags say where it's from, and we have a little bit of information about our company. Um, different retailers do different things within their store displays. We can provide materials to put out in the store about all of our products, explaining how they were made and where they came from. And just different retailers have different preferences. We have a website and a blog where we blog every week about one of our artisans. Oh, cool. So we work with over 200. So um, it's, it's, we have about maybe a quarter of them blogged about so far. So everything that you sell is actually a little bit different. It might have to be, you know, similar, but it's, uh, but it's different because it's handmade. Yeah, well, our name is Unique Batik, and we are really... The unique part is really true. With handmade artisan-produced items, you never really get um, exactly the same thing twice. <laughs> well, it looks terrific, and uh, they, they had about 100 different things over there that were very colorful and bright and fun. So uh, I, I can't recommend it enough. Where do people go to buy it, our listeners? Um, they can check us out at uniquefatigues.us. That's our website, and we do sell retail and, of course, wholesale on the website. So Unique Batik, and that's spelled U-N-I-Q-U-E-B-A-T-I-K dot U-S. We'll post a link to that on our show notes as well. Thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. It was a pleasure. That's Laura Thank Wendell so from much. Unique Batik. Thank you, Laura. Well, that was fun. Did you see that booth when you were over there? I think I walked by and I didn't manage to stop, but I know that that's somewhere I'm going to be stopping today because it I really love cool. that hip pack. Uh, yeah, yep. So, uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll definitely uh, post a link to that in our show notes at Unique Boutique. And I think Jennifer's wrangling our next guest for us at this point. So uh, have a seat here. We have Robbie, and I'll tell you what. What is it? John Duncan. Oh, it's John? Okay. Hi, John. Well, we have John with us. Yeah, my notes were wrong. Uh, we had uh, John with us, and i got to tell a little story about this before we bring John in the conversation, because I saw your product at the last show, and I said, okay, I'm not sure, because there's a lot of companies that come here, and this, I'm, I'm getting to the compliment at the end of this, all right, so don't freak Very out, good. all right? Yep, yep. <laughs> um, there's a lot of companies that come here. We've been doing this for 20 years that we'll, we'll see new companies pop in, and then six months later, you won't see him again. And you'll never see him again after that. And I wasn't sure when I saw yours. And then I saw you pop up at Rolex. And I saw that you were very busy at Rolex. 
and, and it just went on from there, and now we see you back, so we had to have you on to talk about C4, specifically the belts, right? Yes, sir. All right, come about two inches from the mic. So tell us about C4. Where did it start, and why has it become so crazy? Uh, You've heard uh, of C4. I have. I have. I actually kept walking by your stand, and I kept wanting to stop, but to your point, there were people there every time I walked by, so it it's John's to be good popular. looks is what it is. You think? I think it is. <laughs> it most just drawing is. people I'm in. Drawing people in. Uh, but nothing pretty, to do with the belt. Nothing to do with the belt. <laughs> uh, pretty much, uh, Robbie is my cousin, and he's the founder of the product, and he pretty much um, was went away to school abroad and went out there and tried to find a new way to help dress people, and so he pretty much... Oh, here's Robbie now. Have a seat, Robbie. He's about hey. two inches from the mic. How's it going? Good. He just started telling us the story of how C4 came into being. I'll let Robbie take it over. And he basically said you were high one night and saw these <laughs> colors, and you thought you could put them into a belt. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, uh, see? I knew it. And then there was a dragon that was flying across. And, <laughs> no, um... Yeah, so basically I was living in China with a few friends right after we graduated. Okay, who does that? Yeah, so I studied Chinese. Um, I saw an opportunity to go to a new country and exploit. Do you study Chinese at all? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. Um, and That's good news, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was, it, was a, it was a real adventure living there for a year after college. I'd been there before during college as well, so it was pretty familiar by that point. And... Um, Towards the end of that year, my friends and I were exploring, looking for ideas of things to do, um, and we ended up visiting you know, different factories once we had this idea for the belt, and we found a factory that could make the mold. Really what was inspired, how we got the idea in the first place, was um, plastic uh, watch bands, and okay. the way yeah. that they fashion remind us of a buckle. And so we thought, why not just expand this, put it around your waist, and turn it into a belt. And for those just tuning in, we're talking about the C4 belt that you have seen if you've been to any show or Rolex or in your local tech shop. Go ahead. Continue. Right. So um, while we were in China, we, ha we had this problem with, with belts. We All we had were black and brown leather belts, and we really wanted something more fun than that. So, you know, having that, that color option and the mix and match um, – you know, feature between the belt and buckle because the buckle has an interchangeable design, so you can slide it out and switch it out with any color strap. So I could buy uh, one strap and, and 12 different buckles. That's right. Okay. Or one buckle and 12 different straps Strap. if okay. you want. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then we came up with the name C4 because we also wanted to give back. And because you could mix and match the colors, you could choose your color. And then we also added the, the phrase, choose your cause. So that's what C4's slogan is, choose your color, choose your cause, and C4 stands for the four C's in that. And, and what cause? What do you, what, what do you mean? So we support four different nonprofit um, partners, and each year we kind of change them up. And this past year it's been Boys and Girls Club of America, Captain Planet Foundation, Human Rights Campaign, and Best Friends Animal Society. So you've and got, you've with, got every, a... with every purchase, the customer gets to choose how C4 donates. And so you can either just uh, do it through the checkout process online, or if you get it at a retailer, there's a there's a little slip inside the belt box that directs you to the website, and you place your vote that way. 
I just, uh, I'm just opening up a box. They brought me a little present because I, I was over there and I mentioned the color of my cart for my little pony that I drive. Yep. And I got a b- electric blue cart with bright yellow on it. And what they brought me was an electric blue buckle with a bright yellow belt. I'm going to match my perfect. pony cart. Yeah. I am going to be perfect here. So the belt, now they're separated here. Is it easy to, show me, is it easy to yeah, put the belt so, buckle on so the belt? on the back of that piece of paper in the box there, Okay. Um, it shows you a little diagram of how it works. Oh, the directions so, are yeah, It's pretty simple. Um, and the belts are all one length. You kind of cut them to the right. length? Yes, yeah, it's, it's one size fits all. It starts at a 42 or 44. And oh, then, okay, then I'm not too fat for the belt. <laughs> yeah, all right, we're good. And, uh, and so you just open this lever here on the back of the buckle. And it's the the belt slides right in, and then you clamp it down. And it's safe. That's all you gotta do. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. The grip's really strong. Why do you think these have taken off so much? And I know you guys were at Rolex, and I saw you really busy there. And yeah. Um. Well, you know, we started off not in the equestrian market. We kind of started in the general market. Um. We're based out of Atlanta, so there's a big wholesale show, um, building in downtown Atlanta called America's Mart, and so we did the Atlanta apparel show. And we got picked up by a bunch of different, you know, small boutiques around the South. Um, and then about a year and a half later, uh, my cousin John uh, from Virginia said, hey, I'm out of a horse farm, and I want to see if some of my riders would like these belts. And, you know, it's more, I would say that's more John's um, answer to tell, let you know why he, why you think. Um, pretty much, I just think that um, people like to show the colors, like to, you know, everybody wants to show... Especially the Aventors. Are you seeing C4 yeah, belts on the Aventors? Oh, yeah. I, yeah. yeah. I think, uh, to me, as soon as I see the belts with the changeable colors, I'm like, cross-country day. Exactly. There you go. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's just, you know, everybody has their own way of showing off their colors. So mm-hmm. we have such a variety that I think that everybody just, like, looks at them like some are, can be very bright. You can keep it traditional. We have every realm in between. And you... Uh, you know, pretty much people... Yeah, you do like have brown, brown, but do you sell any brown? Yeah. Oh, you do sell Yeah, we do. I'm actually That's wearing brown people. right now. Oh, look, you're being boring today? Oh, you got a red, bright red belt buckle, though, so you're covered. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you got to add a little splash of color if it's uh, the buckle or the belt. And, but, um, you know... Yeah, would you see the number of different combinations in your catalog? There are, like, like over 700, 800 combinations oh, wow. that we have come up with. But you have a picture of every one of them here. <laughs> yeah, if someone wants to see an exact color combination, we can do that. Is it on um, your website too? Yep. Yeah. And there's this, yeah, on the website there's a tool that you can um, just mix and match, and uh, the combination pops up in front of you. Right, well, what do they retail retail for? They retail for thirty online, and uh, we recommend thirty in stores as well. Well, you know that's right price. I that's mean, a for, great price for a custom. Really, is what a custom item. Right yeah. now, can I buy in stores? Can I buy them separate, like the buckle and the belt? Separate? Some stores do carry okay. extra buckles, that, so you can mix and match. Some stores allow you to mix and match between the belt and buckle. But if I buy it at a store, then I could go to your website and buy additional buckles if I wanted to. That's right. Okay. So because yeah. we do like that, people shop at the local store, and of course, yeah, yeah we want to support our retailers. Yeah. Well, this is terrific. And what, you know, whoever thought that you could be, you know, laying in China wondering what to do with your life and now be here selling belts. It's a wild world we live in. <laughs> Have you gone back to China? Do you like it there? I do like China. Yeah. Um, I visited once since then for a quick trip. Um, my other business partner has been back as well. 
and we're planning another trip soon. I know one of the obstacles, and everybody buys from China now, so, you know, one of the, all these vendors in here buy from China for something, right? Mm-hmm. And I know one of the obstacles is the language, and right. sometimes there's a language discrepancy. Has that been easier for you, knowing the language? It is easier, but, you know, that doesn't discredit the Chinese. They'll always find a way to make it difficult for you. <laughs> um, I was trying to say that in a roundabout way. But yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, speaking the language definitely helps and having that direct contact with them. But, um, yeah, it's, it's an ongoing process. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is terrific. It's C4, what's the website? C4belts.com. Are you going to be getting one today, Colleen? I think I might. Yeah, I think right. I might have to go look. What are your colors again for cross-country? Red, white, and blue. Uh-oh. Oh, they have an Americana one here. I saw it earlier. Yeah, we have hey, a you limited edition flag. It's all the way in the beginning. Right there. You could be, like, decked out. American Americana Extraordinaire, Colleen, <laughs> on the cross country course. Did you see me get a little sazzy when you I know. Uh, I'm <laughs> Better not I fall did. off though. You're representing the country here. You can't fall off when you're on cross yeah, country with that. No pressure. No. Well, if uh, wearing the belt will prevent me from falling off and taking like a head yeah, in the, the way, water. Yeah, by the way, that included in the belt. Uh, the guarantee of never falling off your horse? Uh, well, no, but the one thing that we can offer you is that the belts also become neck straps for your horse. So you have a handle if you get in an emergency oh, yeah, situation. Enough to, oh, yeah, to just put it around your horse's yeah. neck? Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. That's how people also are showing the color and the belt. Really? Yeah, yep. most definitely. So, yeah, a lot of riders um, match their neck strap with the belt that they're wearing. Yep. So. I need belts for my pony while I'm uh, driving him. <laughs> I could just get an extra long belt. He's not that big. And I could wrap it around and put bells on it. And yeah. everybody would know I was coming. Yeah. Scare awesome. the crap out of the pony and I'd be going 100 <laughs> miles an hour. But uh, this is really great. I, lo- uh, I love it that you guys uh, are back, as we talked about earlier, and are doing so well. Congratulations thank you on so finding much. a niche. Yeah, really thank you for having it. us. It's terrific. You need to get high more often, apparently, at work. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you want to talk after the show? <laughs> thank you, guys. Right. C4. Thanks, guys. <laughs> what a great company. Good job. Do I get to keep the belt? Well, thank you very much. That's terrific. I will take picture with it on. All right, good. Thank you. I wanted to acknowledge, too, all of the people that have uh, done the ALS challenge and have challenged me to do it. I think I'll have to dump about 50 buckets of water on or ice water on my head at this point. I'm going to do it once. I'm, I'm going to do it once, all right? So, uh, so I, did you have you been challenged yet? I if don't know. not, guess who's going to get oh, it when no. I do mine? <laughs> I don't know if I want to answer that question. I actually haven't. You haven't? Oh, uh, we can fix that. I have a feeling I'm about to be, though. Tomorrow, when I do my video, guess who's going to be challenged? Uh-oh. Well, at least I have uh, advanced warning. Well, yeah, I think it's a great cause, and it's a lot of fun. And thank you to everybody who thought of me uh, when they thought that I would look good with a nice bucket on my head. So I appreciate that, and I just wanted to acknowledge that I have seen them, and uh, we'll be doing that as soon as I get home. So Jennifer has uh, offered to pour the bucket over my head. Uh, wasn't that so kind of her? That's, yeah. You know what? That is so nice of her. what a loving wife does. That's right. <laughs> what a loving wife does. Well, our show today is sponsored by Omega Alpha Equine, and as always, Omega Alpha Equine is here at the show. And it's not Dr. Chang today. He is actually in China. I think he's yes, on vacation. He yes, he's, he's on vacation. And working, too. But a working vacation. I know he has relatives still there. So yes. um, let's put that over there. Get yep. that out of the way. Here, you can put my belt over there. Don't you take it. 
Pauline. Well, I know not, you. It's not red, white, and blue. No, it's not your colors. So it's safe. Electric blue and yellow is not your colors. I'll need to get put it on and get a picture later of it on. So, well, uh, Jen, you are from Omega Alpha Equine. What are we talking about today? See, now this is where I get in trouble because I have been accused, and I don't know why, but I have been accused in the past of, of taking Dr. Chang off message when he comes <laughs> on the show once a month and taking him in the left field someplace. I don't know. I don't think I do that too much, do I, guys? <laughs> okay, well, all right, I do do that a little bit. But I promised I would not do that with Jen today. So I will let you talk. And you talk to Colleen, and I'm just going to sit here so I don't get in trouble. <laughs> all right, well, um, we're talking about Biotic 8 today, which is one of the products that we've had for a while. Uh, but we've um, come out with it in some daily dosage packets. So you have them prepackaged. Um, for your barn, it's very convenient. And if you've got a lot of horses to feed and it's great for your barn manager, they open it up and put it in the feed. It's all set up for you. And it comes in a, a big uh, clear jug for 30 days. It's a cookie jar, jar yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, I like that concept because, you know, if I'm away for a day or two, I've got the horses at home, I have to have somebody come in and, you know, feed him and all that jazz, do the barn work. That's super fun for them, I think. <laughs> but um, one of the things I always worry about is feeding time. And, of mm-hmm. course, it's really nice to have, you know, pre-measured packets that you can just, you know, rip and dump so you don't yep. have to worry about if they're getting the right thing. It's like just make sure you sit the uh, little, nice little cookie jar, I'll call it, Right beside, uh, right beside the grain bins, and you know that they're going to get what they need if somebody else is there, too. Yep, definitely. And, you know, at, at our barn at home, I do have my horse on this, and I prepackage them myself. Mm-hmm. Now I won't have to anymore. And with the biotic gate, it's actually really important to make sure that it um, is protected from any moisture in the air until the horse ingests it, because otherwise it could uh, become active too soon. And the effectiveness of the product could be the good bacteria would yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. which is a good point because for somebody like me, if I'm going to be gone like overnight and I know somebody's coming in the evening to feed the horses, sometimes just to make sure they're getting the right doses, I'll measure out the grain and I'll mix all the supplements in in the morning and it'll sit around until night. So if I was doing that with a supplement like Biotic Eight, then that would be a really bad idea. Exactly. Yep. You just want to leave it in the package until you feed it, and then. Remind everybody why Biotic 8. What, what, you know, for our new listeners, uh, we've talked about Biotic 8 before, but we have a lot of new listeners. So remind everybody what is so important about Biotic 8. So Biotic 8 is probiotic and prebiotic. And um, a horse has probiotics in his gut that help him digest food, and prebiotics feed the probiotics. So there's any number of reasons why the horse's um, flora in his gut can get out of whack. So maybe he was on antibiotics, and so that antibiotics will kill all the bacteria, good and bad. Um, or maybe he just wasn't getting uh, fed well for some reason. He's a rescue or he's not uh, digesting his food properly, not putting weight on properly. So by putting horse on biotic eight, you can um, restore the flora and his gut to the correct level. And then they'll, you'll see it in their coat and their body weight. They start to look better. They start to feel better. Um, it's a really, really great product. Do you use it as a maintenance thing or is it as needed? Uh, you can use it either way. Okay. It could certainly be a maintenance thing uh, or it could be as needed. I know that Jamie uses it on several of her uh, high-strung uh, rescue thoroughbreds that mm-hmm. were a little nutty. And it, part of the reason they were a little nutty is because of ulcers. 
Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, now we always recommend to use it um, for a horse's ulcers to keep their gut calm, and we recommend to use it when you're using some of our other gastrointestinal products. We always say use the biotic aid as well to get the best results. I think one of the things, too, that we don't mention enough about Omega Alpha is that they're all natural. Everything is all natural, mm-hmm. all natural ingredients, herbs, and, and yep. it's one of the reasons actually Dr. Chang is in China now is some of the herbs that you can only get from China, he's over there sourcing those now. And, yes, yes. Yeah. that's exactly what he's doing, and yet everything is all natural. Um, and that's a different kind of herb than we were talking about with the last guest. I wanted to clarify that. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, that was a different kind of herb. <laughs> <laughs> They're not the same word. No, not the same. <laughs> you know, Biotigate is one of the powdered ones, but most of them are actually herbal extracts in the liquid form because that's the most bio bioavailable form for a horse to absorb or anybody for that matter. When when Omega Alpha gets the herbs in, they come in and like in a lot of well, I know a lot of them come in whole form, and then you yeah. guys are the ones that break them down or yeah. smush them up or whatever term that is. Yeah. Um, grind them. I don't know what the term is. <laughs> Um, yes, they do. We, we buy them in holy form, and we do multiple testing to make sure that they are what we wanted. They're, they're actually what we were told they are. Uh, and I and guess, too, the quality can be different mm-hmm. depending on how much rain or, Absolutely. you know, all that stuff. Absolutely. So he'll yeah. test from, you know, uh, a bunch of different places in the container to make sure that everything's kosher and to make sure that all the uh, concoctions are created correctly. I don't know about you, Glenn, but when I hear about the herbs and the different leaves that are being, you know, brought together um, to formulate the product, I kind of think about a mortar and pestle and getting them a kind of grind. A little guy in there. Together, going, which I'm sure is, you know, totally. They have big mortar and pestle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I'm thinking totally old-fashioned here, but that's just what comes to mind. Yeah, do you guys actually have, like, a lab with the little white coats and the people in there and everything? No, I've never been up uh, to Canada yet, but I believe that we do. Yeah, <laughs> and, you know, you do a lot of human-grade products, yeah. so, mm-hmm. uh, you know, especially up in Canada. So mm-hmm. I know that I know that you do because they're all they're all uh, certified and tested, and the yep. Canadian authorities make sure everything's kosher. So. Yeah, yep. yeah. we have the human line, the pet line, and the equine line. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Biotic Gate is now mobile. Mm-hmm. That's what it means. You can take it with you to the horse shows and everywhere, and it's convenient and easy to do. You can order it uh, in the packets right now, right? Yes, you can. Okay. Mm-hmm. And hey, the, sorry, I was going to say everything else is going mobile. One. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That's correct. Anything else? That's about all. Am I going to get in trouble today? I don't think so. Oh, okay. I think you did good. All right, good. Yeah. Thank you, Jen. You did too. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. That's Jen from Omega Alpha Equine. Is the website at omegaalphaequine.com. Um, is where you'll find all of their products. Follow them on Facebook as well at Omega Alpha Equine. Well, we have a bunch more guests coming up here in just a minute. Uh, we're going to take a break right now for our song. And now our song today is When I Get That Pony Road from Templeton Thompson. And then we'll be coming back to you. Uh, we'll, we'll be coming back to you live from the American Equestrian Trade Association with a bunch more guests and a bunch more products. Uh, We'll be right back. Face down in the dirt, every inch of me hurts. Guessing wasn't such a perfect landing. 
That's when I get that Pony Road by Templeton Thompson. You can find all of her music at templetonthompson.com. And we found a lot of people that are Tempe fans here this weekend, so uh, so that was nice. Our next guest, of course, we're coming to you from the American Equestrian Trade Association here in Philadelphia. I have Colleen Peachy as my co-host today. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me, Glenn. And you know what? I still haven't run away yet. I know, and you're doing great. You're you're a good representative of the auditor community here at the Horse Radio Network. Well, thank you. I try my best. But I have to say, if anybody has any complaints, I think you know where to send them to. But if not, <laughs> here's a reminder. Jennifer at horseradionetwork.com. Thank you. You're representing Jamie well here today. <laughs> like I said, big shoes to fill, Glenn. <laughs> I wanted to mention one other thing, a programming note before we... Uh, Head into the next product, which has just arrived. 
is that uh, we have our six-year anniversary show live on Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Helena B. and I from the Sable Scoop Radio Show will be hosting. I hope you and Lorraine will call in. I'm, ha- I'm going to mark it down. Okay, my calendar, good. We want yeah. all the listeners to call in. We want to hear from past guests, listeners, the, all the other hosts or the other shows are going to be calling in. So it, it's just a party. We have no plan. It's a live radio show. Helena and I will be drinking heavily, and we hope that you will too, because that'll just make it more interesting. It is bring your own bottle because we cannot figure out another way to do that quite. So, <laughs> um, but we, you can give us a call at, uh, at, uh, 347-637-3238 on Wednesday night between like 7 and 8.30. We'll go to people stop calling. So we, we, you know, we, we figured it out. We have done uh, over 3,500 episodes here at the Horse Radio Network, 5,000 guests we've had on the air over the past six years with all the different shows. I calculated it out, and if you listen to our show, 12 hours, or all of our shows, 12 hours a day, uh, every day, it would take you 265 days to listen to all the shows that we have done over the uh, past six years. So if you truly get bored sometime and have no life, there you go. There's your project. <laughs> And we have had listeners. We do have listeners. One of them I know is at Disney World right now, Rhonda from Canada, who has listened to every show we have put on since day one. Wow. There are legacy listeners. Uh, there's a few of them out there that have been crazy enough to, I haven't even done that. So, uh, well. <laughs> we have Linda with us. Linda Brown, and you are from right down the street. It's coming about two inches from the mic. Scoot in there. You need to be really close, like Carrie Underwood does. Um, <laughs> The uh, you're right down the street from us in Williston, Florida. Yes, sir. Um, and by the way, I'm glad to know it's good to drink and talk. Well, that's legal. Yes, and our shows it is. <laughs> I like your show already. <laughs> On our shows, it's the only way we get through some of the shows. What are you talking about? Um, so now you have a product line. Tell us about it. Okay, it is. Um, I I'm an artist, and uh, I've taken my art and I've put it onto t-shirts and silks and satin, and I call it wearable art. And, uh, and each one has a story. What makes it a little different than some of the others we've seen is a lot of times you'll see, the, you know, T-shirts and things with designs on them. You know, they'll just have a design in the middle or the back or whatever. This is the whole entire blouse is this way. It's not a T-shirt at all. Uh, the whole entire blouse is with your design, and it's very, it's very eye-catching. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's the whole front and back. And um, and I've done the the um, scarves to match, so it makes kind of a fun little outfit for going out. And you're still a horsey girl. And uh, each one has a little story. This one is called Stages of Life, and it's from conception down the birth canal into a horse's life. So it sounds real funky, but it, it doesn't look. It looks. Yeah, it, it's not the actual birth of the horse. Yeah. I just want to clarify that. Uh, uh, I've seen those pictures, and it doesn't look anything like this. So, <laughs> you, you do all the art yourself. I do. And you showed us yesterday your book of art, and it's just amazing. You're you're a wonderful artist, especially for the horses. Oh, thank you so much. I love horses. And you have a ranch, right? You're a rancher. Yes, I am, and I love cows too. I ha- I have cow shirts too. <laughs> I know, not everybody wants to wear a cow on them, but <laughs> some do. So tell us about your ranch in Wilson. Um, yeah, I'm a cow-calf crop operation, and so I raise the babies, and we ship them off to the uh, to the grain, which yeah. is cost-effective down in Florida. I also am trying a few uh, grass-fed beef to see how that runs, 
so it's kind of a fun experiment. And what kind of cattle? Um, mine are black Angus and yeah. cross. Yeah, we had black Angus before. Yeah. Honorary little buggers we had. I don't know. If black, I, are there different personalities and different breeds of cattle like horses? Definitely. And let me tell you, the cracker cattle, which I was used to, are the, they're like deer. <laughs> 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 There's some wild little rascals. But um, the black Angus is a lot calmer, a lot mm-hmm. easier. The Brahma's a little, little tougher and, you know, each, yes, each each breed definitely has its own. Do you wrangle with horses? Oh, yes. Yeah? I, I like cutting horses. Yeah. Oh, that sounds like a lot of fun. That is. It's really fun. So. And is that where your inspiration comes from, the ranch here with the... Definitely, yeah. yes. And I had six kids, and they're very inspirational, too. And she, by the way, if you see, you go to her website, you'll see her daughters all over the place because they look like models, and they were models for this. Yeah. Uh, but absolutely gorgeous uh, group of kids. Well, thank you. Yeah. They're pretty uh, handy. <laughs> <laughs> you have built-in models. You don't have to hire any. And, and built-in cow crew. It's great. <laughs> I love the attention to detail um, in your art that's been um, made into this wonderful top here because at first glance you look like you can see like the large face of the horse, but as you look closer, you can see you know the smaller areas where the life of the horse is incorporated into the design. I just love it. I'm looking at the eye of the horse, and the eye is really riveting. I mean, it really is, and that's tough. Uh, the eye to catch the emotion of a horse in their eye, it's tough to do in a painting yeah. like this. And and really, it's the window to the soul. So if you can get the eye of an animal, you've really captured the animal, I think. How have they been doing this weekend? Have the retailers been, uh, you had about a lot of people at your stand. Yeah, really well. It's it's brand new, it's bright, and it's exciting. So, um, And the blouses are made out of? They're a poly silk. Poly silk? Okay, that's what it kind of looks like, yeah. And they're yeah. silky when you wear. They're, they're nice. So what, uh, and how many different options do you have in things? Well, at this point I have 16 different images, but always working on new and new ideas. I'm up for, I do a lot of commission work as well. So you can do your favorite horse. <laughs> and they can get these in different sizes and... Yes, we, we're small to double XL. Where can they find them? Um, at B Studio Art. Dot com. Is I that just B, the letter B? Yes, com. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then they can buy them right there? Yes. Very good. And, of course, uh, you might be seeing them pop up in your local pack shops here very soon. We're hoping. <laughs> These would make great Christmas gifts. They would absolutely make yeah. great Christmas gifts. I actually may put it on my Christmas list. And you guys are, you and Lorraine are very bright. I can see you guys wearing these. <laughs> I love my bright colors. And I love... I love being able to go out and, and kind of incorporate my, I'll call it horsiness, into my... Your addiction is what yeah. you're saying? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Okay. So, no, I think these are quite lovely. Well, there you go. How was the price point of uh, retail on these? Um, these these dolman sleeves, uh, they run about 75 Okay. The V-necks run about uh, 65 They're made in America. Which oh, really? I'm proud to say. Oh, good. <laughs> Very good. Well, that's a bonus then. Yeah. They're they're painted in America and made in America. Right. And even American models, everything. And yeah. <laughs> they were raised. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Linda. It is the website again is c or b studio art uh, dot com, right? B studio art dot com. Yes, sir. Very good. Thank you, Linda. Appreciate you stopping by. Thank you so much. 
Well, now we got yeah. we got you all looking good here, Colleen. Today we I got me, I got a belt. Do we get you one of these shirts? We'll be just we'll be the style of the show. We will be. Then we'll just have to go walking around after the show ends today. I can see you wearing these too if you got a, a little bit bigger one over your show outfit at when you go to a show. Just put one of these on over your show to keep it clean. I meant. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> Rogue horse is uh, Rogue horse is dirtying up the show outfit. Yes, that's wow. right. <laughs> Thank you, Linda. Thank Appreciate you. Appreciate so it. Well, next up here, we uh, we're going to talk a little bit about why we're here and the organization that makes it all happen. And that organization is the American Equestrian Trade Association. That's the reason that we are here every six months here in uh, January and August. I always like August a little better because it's not snowing and not four feet of snow outside. But uh, in coming from Florida, it's always a tough trip up here in to January in uh, Philadelphia. But we have one of our old friends that we met a long time ago when we had our tax shop, <laughs> and that is Carla from Perry's. And everybody has seen the Perry's line of products in their tax shop. And they're uh, made here and uh, locally, not too far from here. Yeah. And we have Carla with us. Hi, Carla. Hi, Glenn. Thank you for having me. Hi, Colleen. Hi. How you? are you? Good. How are you? Good. Carla started Perry's back when we were just selling our shop. I think it was a yes. year or two before. Was it back in the early 2000s? It was March of 2000. Yeah. March of 2000 we started. Yeah. And I think I saw you at an Ada here, uh, probably one of your first Ada's the year that you yes. were here. Yeah. I've been involved with Ada pretty much since the beginning of it. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, we're very excited to have you all here. It's well, thank awesome. you. Thank you. We enjoy coming. I, we like looking at products. That's just, you know, when we were in the business for so long that you kind of get to your blood and stays there. I know. You can't get rid of it. And Jennifer is catching carry day. I'm afraid she's going to buy another bag for the airplane is what I'm afraid of. She's <laughs> <laughs> got a lot of stuff she wants to buy. You might find yourself at the UPS store. Yes, yeah, yeah. We've done that before. There's one right at the airport, actually. So, uh, Carla, tell us about the American Question Trade Association. What is it? So, the American Equestrian Trade Association is made up of manufacturers, sales reps, retailers, and then we have some affiliates like yourselves or industry partners, and it's the wholesale side of the business. It's the trade side of the business, so it's not for end users. It's not that piece of it, but we have approximately about 450 members, and we partner with Kent Hopper at the show to put on the show. That's Hopper Exposition. Hopper Exposition. Yeah, they're awesome. They do a great job for us. And we work together with them. And then we also do a lot of other things. We do a lot of education. And we're trying to grow all the other pieces of what we're doing with the association. The association's about five, six years old now, maybe. So it's very, very young. So um, we do, um, so we have educational seminars here at the show. We're doing webinars for the retailers and the wholesalers to help them with their businesses. Um, and of course the show is the big thing. Uh, so, and then here at the show we're doing an Ada member get a member campaign to get more members and we've also came, come up with a new workbook program for dealers to get all kinds of incentives at the show to get dealers to the show and that kind of thing. So yeah, so we're really excited about it. It's been going really well. And you're the president? I am the president does this year. Mean, does that mean in the meeting when they all said, who wants to be president, step forward, everybody else step back, and you were stuck? I actually wasn't there. No, no. <laughs> That's how it works. <laughs> Carla, she hasn't done it yet. It's her turn. Yeah, really. <laughs> They're like, yeah, come on. You can do it. And I'm like, oh, 
don't know about that. Yeah. What have I'll you seen? We were talking about the different things that we've seen, you know, in the industry. What have you seen changing in the industry as we go forward here? Oh, wow. The industry. Because you're a manufacturer also. Yeah. yeah. Yes. The industry's changing. I mean, it's like everything else. With everything that happened in 2008, and things are definitely better and coming back and, you know, a lot more positive than when, it, you know, the economy was not crashed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. crashed. So, but things are much better now. I, I see how people are doing business is different. You know, that you really have to change with the times. There's a lot more, obviously there's a lot more web business out there than there used to be. So everybody's trying to adapt to that and, you know, work with that and work with their stores. On the wholesale side of it and the trade side of it, you know, we're trying to, as vendors, we try to support the stores. So we use products like Shopatron, you know, so that we're not competing directly with our stores and we're still supporting everyone that's carrying our products. You know, so, and, but a lot of the stores are doing, there's a lot of very successful mobile people too. And, you know, then of course the internet has made a big, huge change. It's funny because we'll go back in the Wayback Machine here. When we first started our tech shop, we were only the second one to have an online store. Wow. And when we came to Ada and started telling the wholesale, they had no idea what, yeah. what that was. I mean, they didn't <laughs> even know what the internet was. I mean, that, yeah. that, it, that's how, and they were not real keen on their stuff being sold on the internet. That's mm-hmm. how much change has happened in 15 years. Right. Is back then they didn't want to sell on their stuff on the internet. Yeah. That's just, you know, it's too foreign. It was too. Well, and even the thing like before, you know, it would be like, I don't even have a fax machine in my store. Well, now it's like everybody emails, every, you yeah. know, information. So you're so quick to get everything that totally changes how you do business. And as a manufacturer, it's changed, too, because this, because of the Internet and online stores, you, the the retailers want more data from you in electronic mm, form. Exactly. You have to provide them with all the SKUs and all the different things in electronic form now, and that's all becoming more modernized than it ever has been, especially in this world. In this industry, yeah. especially, yeah. yeah. And I think that's happening. We've been all... a little behind. I'm just saying horse people <laughs> are a little bit behind. We always have been. <laughs> Technology-wise. Well, in these smaller markets, because you're not hitting the average person. You're not hitting someone that lives down the street from you usually, you know. So, yeah, exactly. It's those folks that, you know, we're, but we're much better than we used to be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're exactly. much I think we've caught up. You know, I always used to say when we started doing these shows six years ago, nobody knew how to listen. And we, you know, right. the horse people did not listen. They didn't know what it was. <laughs> and, we, you know, we always said that the horse people were two years behind technology-wise. And then smartphones came along and that changed. And now they're not. Yeah. They're not at all. Right. Yeah, no, 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 Smartphones no, no. changed that. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I would agree Because with you. nobody had time like you, Colleen. You didn't have time to sit at home and be on your computer. You were riding your horse. You were working. You were doing things. Oh, absolutely not. The last thing I had time to do was go home and sit for an hour or two and look around on the Internet for anything. So having a mobile device with you allows you a lot more freedom. And just like how recently you guys came out with your app, which makes listening a whole lot easier when you're running all over the place all the time. Right, right. By the way, you can find that at the iOS or an Android app store. Search for Horse Radio Network. Thank you for the plug there. (laughs) (laughs) I think you're going to see a lot more of that, too, as far as brands out there developing apps and doing different things to promote their brand and get things out there as well. The other big thing that's changed a lot is overseas products versus USA products. Things have balanced back out again. I was going to say it's more USA now. Mm -hmm. Well, at least for us, we do a lot of Amish products. But even if there was a product that I used to buy, couldn't compete in this market without buying it overseas. Or they didn't make it here. Or Right, or they didn't make it. More that it would be more value, you know, you'd have a better value, so people would not, well, obviously want to buy it at a lesser price because it's the same quality of product, but today that's balancing out. Like, that's a huge difference. 
Like By the way, here's for, you know, manufacturing coming back to the United States. Yeah, yes, it's awesome. So I'm really excited about it. I'm very excited about that because I intentionally, when I go out and I look for things, I love finding things that, you know, have a sticker or a tag that was made in the USA because I love knowing that I'm supporting, you know, people maybe right down the street. And I know, especially with horse folks, that we have to watch every penny. Like you do, you have to watch every dime. Although, if you have something and it's equal quality, equal value, equal price, you're going to buy the product that's made here. You just are. You want to support the USA. So I think that that's, we're definitely, that's coming a little bit full circle. Very yeah. good. And, and of course, give a plug for Perry's. What's the website? Oh, perrysleather.com. We just put up a new website last week, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, good. We've got to go on and see all the new pictures and new images and new products. And yeah, so. Perrysleather.com. That's P-E-R-R-I-S. Not I-E-S. I-S. Right. com Or Google it. You'll find it. Yes. And of course, you'll find it at almost every retailer across the country that sells tax. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, you've done a great job. Talk about Thank come you. a long way since the early 2000s. You came into a crowded market back then, and uh, you you established yourself. You hung with it, and you've done a great. You're a great entrepreneur. Thank so. you so much. That's why Thank you're now you. the president of Ada. It's not just because she wasn't there at the meeting. <laughs> Thank you. I don't know about that. Thank you, Carla. All right, Carla so from much. Perry's Weather for the American Equestrian Trade Association. And you can find their website just by searching American Equestrian Trade Association as well. All right. Thank you, Carla. Appreciate it. They do have great products over there at Perry. And they're made right down the road from here. I think that's totally awesome. Yeah. I love seeing that. And, you know, um, uh, I, I, I know some people uh, have objections to the way Amish treat their horses and things. And, you know, there's good and bad in any community. But the way they make products, you can't beat it, and they last forever. I mean, I've always bought Amish harness and things like that because they make great stuff. One, You know what? One of the tax shops that are nearby me, um, there is um, an Amish-owned tax shop that's in my area, and I love going there for their leather products. Yep. They're very, very nice. Yep. And they last. They do. They yep. absolutely do. I have a pair of stirrup leathers that I've had on a saddle for over 10 years, and they still work great, and I love them, so... All right, Colleen, look out. The uh, the guest I've been looking forward to all morning has arrived. Oh, Glenn. She is. <laughs> she she kept up with me the other day. I was picking on her a lot, and uh, I could tell. I said to her right away, I said, were you in sales before? Because she's really good. She could host this show. I could just leave, and she could host uh, the show. I'm not sure about that. But <laughs> thank you for about inviting two me. From the mic there. Thank you for inviting me. Her name is there. Allison Hall of Huntley Equestrian. That's right. right. Yes. And Allison, what did you do before you got into this? Well, um, my, I, I have a nursing degree from Emory, and I was in the medical field for 15 years. Were you a nurse? Yeah. Yeah, you can tell, because you, you don't put up crap from anybody. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't take well, my crap at all. It was like, right back at me. Well, you know, um, Jennifer's like, we have to have her on the show. <laughs> well, first of all, thank you again for inviting me. I really appreciate it. So um, I was also in sales. So, uh, you know, again, just in the medical field, um, worked for a major corporation. Meanwhile, been riding and competing, you know, as an adult. And so um, I also built a horse farm and I have a boarding facility. So I'm in all aspects of, of horses. So, well, where, where are you looking at? We're based out of uh, north of Jacksonville, Amelia Island, Florida. Oh, cool. You're down yeah. our way. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so right off of 301. Yeah. Yeah, right off of 301. So um, our, our business is called Huntley Equestrian, so you can find us on Facebook. Um, our website is also HuntleyEquestrian.com. 
So um, over the last year and a half, I've been trying to develop, you know, new and interesting products that are fun, but also you have to kind of stay in the same swim lanes with the traditional attire. So um, tell us about some of them. Yes, absolutely. So <clears throat> I do have a, um, I design a pair of half chaps that are made of a Brazilian leather, and I designed them so that they would resemble a custom boot. So very high top line, very, very smooth, very easy to put on. Um, but know, I think Jennifer's already bought a pair of these, hasn't she? And you know what? I brought a measuring tape so I can measure her. Oh, I knew that was coming. <laughs> <laughs> so, again, just a really, really, um, you know, uh, strong elastic, strong uh, zipper line, uh, zips from the bottom up. It's a beautiful, beautiful look when you put it on your leg. And, again, resembling a, a custom boot. It does. And when Jennifer picked it up over at the booth and it was attached to a, uh, a fake leg and a a, a uh, paddock boot, That's right. I saw it from about two feet away and thought it was a tall boot. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. And, that, and that's what I was looking for when I designed it. So, um, you know, everyone wants to have that custom boot look without the custom boot price. And you must wear hats. All adventures wear hat chaps all the time. You know what? I actually find myself riding in tall boots a lot. Yeah? Yeah, I do. I know the hunter jumpers, they live in half chaps. They, they do. <laughs> they they wear do. tall boots and when they, except when they have to. Well, it's, you know, yeah. trying to find something that's durable. It's also double lined on the calf side, too. So, it, you know, even though the leather is very soft and supple, it will last you a long time. I like the concept of being able to wear a half chap that looks like a tall boot, too, because... To me, you know, sometimes, depending, like, the tall bridge, try to zip them up, and it's like, oh, this is kind of a total pain. So, to me, it's great to have that nice look, and, you know, you have this nice, stretchy half chap that you can zip right up. Thank you. Yeah, and it's, um, it definitely will, will help, too. You know, as you guys know in the south, when it gets really hot, your legs will swell. So, there is a little bit of play in the elastic that will help if you do. And your you know, strap is bigger than other people's elastic straps, which is, it is. It gives you more play, more room to play. Definitely. And so the nice thing too is at the end of the day, when you're done riding, you know, clean your half chaps and put them in this beautiful dust bag that comes with it. So, you know, these are um, a good investment, and we want them to last a long time. So when you're done, put them in the dust bag, and that way you can put them in your tack trunk or put them back in your tack room, keep them protected. I love the uh, I love the dust bag that they come with. Jennifer looked at that and said, "Ooh, great tail bag for my horse." <laughs> it, can, it can also double as a tailback too. That's right. That's right. That's a Western thing. <laughs> so with Huntley Equestrian, I also um, created a children's line called Daisy Clipper. And so uh, Daisy Clipper, you know, we start, I have a seven-year-old daughter who rides. She rides weekly, also competes on the local circuit. So, you know, when I was out as a parent trying to buy paddock boots, fridges, shirts, jackets, there really wasn't a lot out there. So... Um, I wanted to create a very good product um, that's, you know, high quality, but also, you know, you understand that your daughter or your child is going to, you know, grow out of it within the within a year or two. So um, I designed a, a premium leather paddock suit with a side zip. So I would see her struggling with the zippers, and so I created the side zip so that she was able to get in and out of the paddock, paddock boot pretty easily. It's got a moisture-wicking interior in it and a super uh, sturdy um, sole to it there. So... When she's done riding, she's normally out playing in the dirt <laughs> and in mud puddles, and it really cleans up nicely when it's time to show. You know, the cool thing that I'm noticing about the side zip is that it doesn't just come straight up. It, it doesn't start at the heel and come straight up the side of the boot. Like most of them do, yeah. Right. It kind of curves along, so it feels like it would be, you know, easy to kind of just, you know, pull up in a curving motion, like with your hand. So I find that interesting. Well, thank you. It's um, it's a, you know, really nice brass zipper, and again, it's got the traditional punch toe to it, too. 
Another feature that um, I wanted to design in the boot is to have, you know, more of a, a narrow toe. Um, so I noticed in the past some of the some of the boots were big and bulky. For and kids. So, for kids. Yeah. So I just wanted, again, just a very clean line, a very tailored-looking boot. Sorry, let's get to the pants. All with, right. Because you know I was waiting Here to talk go. about those. She was modeling them yesterday. Yes. I had to look at her butt for a while because <laughs> it has butt design. And yes. I didn't even get in trouble. No. So. No. Everything, everything was okay with yeah, me. Yeah, my wife was there, just saying. So these are a black uh, full-seat riding pants, and back on the back pockets are a Firebird type of design. So it has some sequins. It has some orange stitching. Has it's a, embroidered almost. It is. Yeah, it's yeah, embroidered. Yeah. I mean, the detail in these pants are phenomenal. It's a full-seat, so you really stick to the saddle. It's made of Daewoo suede. And again, the design is fantastic. This is the type of pant where you can go out and ride in, and then when you're done, you can put on a nice pair of heels, and head out to to go have a cocktail. It's or go the eat kind dinner. of pant that says to everybody, "Look at my butt." That's, That's exactly, exactly right. what it says. That's exactly right. <laughs> and also, too, you know, whether you're an English rider or a Western rider, you know, this can this can yeah, go it, all it would go either way. Too. Yeah, the benzene as well, dressage, all of the above. Kind of has a. Uh, the, uh, a little bit of the Western flair to it, which is becoming very pop popular in the very jumper popular. world and even in a, into eventing now with the big belt buckles and the whole thing. Yeah. I, I find myself getting sucked into some of the trends. And the funny thing is you hear the word sequins and you might think, yeah. oh, you know, maybe that's a little too flashy, but right. I'm sitting here looking at these britches and I really like the design. I don't think that the sequins are too much or overpowering. I think that they just add a nice little bit of sparkle, a little subtlety. I do have nice. a question, though, with the sequins. Will they scratch the saddle? No, because when you when you're in the saddle, they're a little bit higher. Okay. So you're really your your suede is hitting the saddle. All there. right. So this, yeah. So this is a European style cut, uh, you know, along the back side of the the pant as well. Now these are black. Are there other colors? Right now, I just have black. Okay. So again, this is my first season, um, and so really, I was just looking for feedback from customers, and so far, it's been fantastic. You can find us on Facebook as well as Amazon and eBay. So, again, we're on the online, you know, retailers as well as our website, too. You know, another thing I like about these particular breaches is the belt loops are wide enough for the wider belt. And so many of them aren't. You can't yeah. get your belt through the belt loops. Oh, yeah. 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 And the wider belts are coming in, again, because of the whole Western look thing, you know. So I specifically designed that. So this is a two-inch waist uh, belt line as well as double buttons and closures. So... Um, again, as a mother, I'd like a little more coverage, you know, and put a nice belt on where I'm not always having to pull my pants up all day. So a little more support. Well, I, and then you also do tops, I think. I do, yeah. yes. Matter of, I have an adorable show shirt for children. Okay. So this is a polka dot cotton long sleeve show shirt, and it's got the attached collar I can see you in that, it. Colleen. Out there. I don't think it would fit, Glenn. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, we'll, we'll try to make it in your size. <laughs> it's, it's, Jennifer wants one, too. It's got it's very polka dots. It is. There are lots of polka dots, a lot of great colors. Your lime green. Oh, the buttons blue, are shaped, orange. too. That's right. Yeah. So what I did is, you know, in the hunter-jumper world, it's very conservative. So as I was designing the shirt, I was thinking, how can children wear this but not have, you know, too, too much out there? So... I made the collar, the placket, and the cuffs white. So when this shirt is put on with a navy blue jacket, you really see the white. And then as you come up to the rider, then you start to see the polka dots. And then I made just small accents with the buttons. They're a lime green floral design 
and it's absolutely adorable. I can see kids wearing this just anytime. I love the cute little flower-shaped buttons. They're adorable. <laughs> thank you, thank you. We've we've gotten great, you know, great reviews so far, and the kids. I mean, you know, this is something you can wear at a local show, up to your local A show as well. So just lots of fun. Just trying to bring some fun design to our, to our children and adult line. It is. Well, good job. Thank you so much. And you know what? I when I went by your booth, I said uh, because your your logo is so classy. Well, thank you. You know, it is so classy and it's Huntley and it sounded. I went, wow, there's a booth that's going to have some very expensive stuff, and that wasn't the case. It's classy but affordable. Well, thank you. And yeah. and that really was the basis of our business. Um, we we wanted to present very good quality products. You know, I travel to Asia and Europe several times a year. I work directly with the manufacturers. I do these designs and really very meticulous about how the products are made. So it took me a year to really finalize these products. A lot of going back and forth, making changes here. We need to add this here. Um, the sewing needs to be changed here. So, you know, it takes a lot of time to bring a really good quality product to the market. So I'm really excited, and so far the, the feedback has been very, very positive. Yay! Well, then yes. we'll see you back here in six months. Absolutely. And thank you so much cool. again. I really appreciate it. And if you guys, again, could find us on uh, Facebook at Huntley Equestrian as well as HuntleyEquestrian.com. Very good. Well, thank, thank you, you so much. This is Allison Hall. Thank you. Thank Have you. a great Take day. Care. Thank you. Go measure thank my you. wife for her half cap. I will. I knew She'll this job was going to cost me a fortune. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> well, we, what was that, Lorraine? Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we have a couple more guests, I think, that are we're still waiting for here. Uh, but in the, in, uh, I think Jennifer's going round one up right now. The job of the guest wrangler, that's for sure. Yes, that's what she does. She's a guest wrangler. Uh, how long have you been listening to the shows? Um, you know what? I believe it was early 2013 that I started listening. And I randomly saw, I think somebody shared a post on Facebook, the one that so I was through Facebook you it found was it? through Facebook that I found it. It was... I saw somebody shared a post on horses in the morning, and I was like, wait a minute, there's a show I can listen to about horses? Like, put my earbuds in and listen to it while I'm, you know, plugging away at work. So I've, once I kind of started listening, I haven't stopped. And you were, you started with horses in the morning? I started with horses in the morning, yes. Yeah? Yep. Okay. Cool. Very good. We all, it's almost curious of which show that people start with. People listen to multiple shows. So. Oh, yeah. I've, yeah. Brand, I've definitely branched out since then, but horses in the morning was my first HRN show that I started listening to. I'm always surprised at the number of people that listen to, like, the driving radio show and don't ever want to drive, but they just like hearing Wendy yak on and, you know, us having a good time over there. You know, they listen to shows that they wouldn't necessarily ever do that particular. Well, you know what? That just speaks to the fact, I think, that the shows are interesting and entertaining. And, you know, I would find myself, I think, listening to other shows um, just for, you know, education. You know, maybe I'm not going to go out and start driving, but, you know, maybe I want to learn a bit about it. Right. So I think that's really cool. And we have fun guests. Yes. Yeah, that's important. That's the other thing. A lot <laughs> the, of entertain- the entertainment is important, too. Well, I'm going to have uh, Susan step over here right now and have a seat. Come right up to the microphone. You need to be about two inches away. And Susan is from JPC, and, you know, Susan, we have known probably longer than anybody at this show, and I'm not aging you, I'm just saying. Yes, you are. True. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, it is true. We've known you for a long time since when we first started our store, way back in the 1990s, sometime in the 1990s, and you were one of the people that we dealt with early, early on, and still, you're here today, still talking about products and still Still representing. Yeah. 
And you're with JPC Equestrian, so tell us about JPC Equestrian. We are a large U.S. distributor. We have a broad product line, um, everything for the horse and rider, Andre de Ravel saddles, equine couture, and tough rider apparel. We also distribute Carday and Martin. Um, we have a lot of our own designs that we manufacture and distribute a to U.S. retailers. That booth was packed full of stuff over there. I'm sure you were there. I, you know yeah. what? I walked through, and I was looking around, and I kept getting distracted because I was looking from one thing to the next to the next, and I'm like, oh, look at those colors. Oh, look at those colors. Are those more colors over there? I'm glad you mentioned the colors. We have a new neon line that we're really proud of. So we've got five bright neon colors, blue, pink. We're talking breaches here, people. Yes, riding breeches for the lovely ladies. Neon riding breeches. For both children and ladies. Um, five new neon colors, peach, blue, pink, yellow, and green. Which one do you think you see your, your butt in? I'm thinking the blue or the green. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was surprised at how good they looked on. You had your people walking around with them on the other day. We they did. looked really good on. Thank you. Thank you. Now, we had a last guest here who had designs on the butt of the breeches, and I said that really, you know, says here, look at my butt. Yours just says, look down. I mean, <laughs> you do. You look at them from a mile away. Well, I'm not objecting to that as a horse husband that has to go to shows. I personally enjoy that very much, so thank you. Well, the neon's not so much for the show ring, but I think a lot of people will enjoy it. And, uh, you know, including your trail rider yeah. crossover between English and Western, they're just fun and look great, very flattering. And besides that, they're super comfortable and extremely durable. We've all worn them, and they're well-received here at the show. Um well-received already on some social media, so we hope everybody on Horse Radio Network likes them, hearing about them now. Do you remember when we came out with rust-colored and that was a scandal? It was like, who's going to buy a rust-colored breed? Well, that was one of the first colors, if you remember right. I think we tried to bring rust back a little too soon. <laughs> so now we're not giving people a choice. We're just blasting them with color, so everything's good. I really like the ones you had on the other day, and she has one in her hand over there, the Tough Riders. Tell us about those, and they, they have a splash of neon down the leg. Right. This is the neon, uh, the I'm version. sorry, this yeah. is the marathon type, and you're right, eventers I think will love this with the color, the large logo, um, little crossover with the racing and eventing. Um, they just look really stylish, and they're in this popular charcoal color that looks great on everybody and coordinates well with the bright neon colors. And it has a wide waistband. It does. What was the reason for that? It has a comfortable, a uh, little bit higher, wide waistband when you're sitting in the saddle, um, especially if you're galloping cross-country or maybe trail riding or in the lesson ring for a long period of time. You don't want them to ride down. So um, it's a great cut. And they're actually extremely flattering, and it's a fantastic compression material. So it looks great on everybody. I think it makes you look about a size smaller, and uh, they look wonderful. Sign me up for that. <laughs> um, no, you know what I think is great about those particular britches is that if you think that maybe the whole neon is a little too much for you, you've got that nice splash of green on these particular down the side. So you're still getting the fun color, but it might not be overwhelming if you think you're, you, can, you know, you can't handle the color all over the place. Right. It's not the whole pan. It's the coordinating charcoal goes great with everything. So you've just got that little pop of color. And what colors do they come in? They come in the charcoal, uh, that's the marathon, with the green, okay. bright neon yellow, neon peach, pink, or blue. Oh, wow. And they come in all the usual sizes and the whole thing. 
Yes. Yeah. Full size run. We can fit everyone. You guys are always innovating over there at JCC. We try. You are. You are. And you have some socks here. We haven't talked about socks at all today. Uh, this is a new um, ventilated sock. It's actually... Can I open this up? It's actually yeah, vented. Colleen will be happy to take it home for you. It's actually <laughs> vented down the front. So you know what, it's really good I'll for you hot home. weather. It's really good for hot weather riding. You can see that it's like a mesh in oh, the front. Yeah. So across the front of your leg where... You don't really need as much from the sock. You want that more on the inside and the foot. It's very breathable. Um, again, in the attractive charcoal color with the coordinating neon bright strip. Yeah, it's very nice. And they're tall socks made for your tall boots. They are. Yep, yep. So what we, we asked a couple of the other guests this. You've been in this industry for a long time, and we've asked a couple of the other guests, what, what do you see happening in the future? Is it, are we really going to continue going more color, more bright? Are horse people breaking out of the mold of black and white and uh, going color? What, what do you see in the future? I think um, for sure uh, you'll always have the classic blacks and tans, but you see things cycle. It gets a little more blingy, and then, you know, some people relax. But we're a versatile group, all our different breeds of horses and different styles of riding. Some people are pleasure riding. Some people are full-on Olympians and you know, you need a variety of things for, for all of their wants and needs. So I think the color will be here always. Um, we just are showing it a little stronger this year, and we think it's going to catch on and be popular. Like I said, it's been well-received here at the show. The other thing I've seen, too, and we, we were talking about this yesterday at dinner, uh, is that when we used to come to these shows years ago, there was a ton of tack and not so much clothing. Clothing was kind of a secondary thing. Now it's clothing with tack as a secondary thing. You see a lot more, um, a lot more wholesalers with clothing than you do tack. That's been a big change in the in the trends and styles, and that that uh, riding clothing has become more mainstream too. But uh, that's a huge change here. That's true. I think the Western world has helped a little bit in that with their fashion, um, the jeans. It's it's kind of mainstream with uh, the country apparel, so it's just crossed over into the what you thought was more functional performance apparel for in the saddle, you, it's crossing over to streetwear. There's a little blending of that. But the saddles uh, should be long-lasting. It's not a purchase that you need to make every year. So I think you can see a little bit less of that. The economy maybe has had an effect on it as well. People can't make those big purchases, but they still want to spend where they can and buy things, so it was easy to add more apparel pieces to give them a choice. And they're seasonal. They might be able to buy a few pairs of britches throughout the year where they're not going to maybe be able to purchase a saddle this year. So we keep everybody happy with the addition of some new apparel products. And it makes sense for somebody who's maybe self-admittedly a shopaholic. I'm not going to go out and keep buying saddle after saddle, bridle after bridle, but, you know, maybe I will bring home a couple extra tops or another pair of breeches. Exactly. Is that why you're single? It's because you're a shopaholic. <laughs> Is that it, Colleen? <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> she knows I love her. <laughs> well, this has been fun. Where's What's the website? www.breaches.com. That's B-R-E-E-C-H-E-S.com. Of course, it's JPC, and you can find JPC products, all the Tough Rider, all those products in every tech shop across the country. So take a look for them there. If you want specific things, also all the online stores carry them as well. 
Thank you so much for stopping Thank by. Thank you. Thank we you really very much. It's, it's been, been really fun being on Horse Radio Network. All right. Thanks. See ya. Thanks. You know, it's just kidding, right? Oh, I know. I, I know. I, I know. know. I heard you talking about how much you spent on stuff the other night. <laughs> I was like, oh, geez. <laughs> but that's okay. You're an inventor. It's okay. You're allowed to. You you have a real job so you can afford to spend things. <laughs> see, that's, that's the difference. It's true. You have to go out and... Um, well, I I just go out and I work, work, work. I feel like I'm on the run all the time. But then it's like, oh, okay, you know, I like to stop and pick up some new things now and then. And you do have a social life. I know that because you were at a concert the other night. I was, yes. Yeah. What were you at? I was at the Luke Bryan concert. And? <laughs> oh, my gosh. It can was Luke so much still fun. rock the stage? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I can confirm that. <laughs> I can definitely confirm that. That was, you know what? I had about three hours of sleep before I got here Saturday morning. And I was shocked that I was not only awake, but I still had a voice. So I'm just saying. I saw I, a picture come on Facebook about 2 in the morning. So I was like, <laughs> okay, she's up late tonight. <laughs> well, it's so good, by the way, to uh, get to hang out with you here today. We have one more guest that we're going to talk to from the American Equestrian Trade Association here. And I wanted to remind everybody that this is Auditor Week. Colleen is an auditor. We're having auditors hosting tomorrow morning's our Certified Horsemanship Association training episode that we do every month. And then Wednesday, we're having another auditor co-hosting. And Friday again, we're having another auditor co-hosting. So we'll see how that goes. I believe, do you remember who's co-hosting on Wednesday and Friday? I'm trying to remember who was, which order. Doreen Rose is Wednesday. And Robin Donahue was Friday. Uh, so Robin gets to do really bad ads. I am so jealous. I absolutely <laughs> cannot wait to listen to Friday to hear the really bad ads. No, no pressure there, Robin. <laughs> no pressure. But I'm excited to hear. I'm going to let her do it by herself. Oh, that's no, not very I'm not, nice. not going to let that's her do it. That's not very nice. She just had a heart attack that's at home way, in Texas listening. <laughs> that's way too much pressure to put on. Yeah, yeah. Life. Really bad ads. You know, people think it's easy to do. It's actually kind of tough. It's a, one of the tougher things we do every week. Yeah, I know. We were talking about that yeah. the other night. It sounds, you know. You have to concentrate. I have to actually think and focus. You have to actually. That's my problem. I'm guessing you probably have to specifically really watch and read what you are actually seeing. Yeah. Because you might want to. I have a tough time with that. Oh, yeah. Jamie does it much better. She's. She's ten times better than I am at really bad ads. She really is. Well, next up, we have one of our friends that's been here before. His name is Brady from Arena. And uh, and also, you know, the Soar No More products. And uh, we've been giving away your products on the show here yeah. for, for a long time now, for about a year, right? Yeah. Uh, so, and, so tell us, uh, Brady, why you're here today. What's new? Well, um, as a lot of people probably uh, have heard, we actually came out with a new Sonomore formula. It's uh, Sonomore Performance Ultra. And uh, basically it's a double strength version of our Sonomore Performance uh, line. Um, and so this, uh, this product has been really, really exciting for a lot of people. Um, you get a bigger impact faster. And I know, um, I, uh, I, I, I know a lot of the folks that are you know, heading to WAG and over there, they've been pretty excited to have their therapists have this new product. So it's been it's been really awesome. So the test? No. Well, that's good. See, that's a big thing. Yeah, right? it is. Yeah. It is. It is one of the big uh, big things. It's uh, you know, in the world with the uh, FEI, things can change by the minute, so you can never say it, never, right? Right. right. But right. Um, as of right, tolerance. What's it used for? For people that haven't heard of Soar No More, what, why is it? 
Sure. So Sonomore is a wonderful product. It's a we've actually got a few different forms of it. We have the uh, liniment, poultice, and gel lotion. Um, the liniment, uh, of course, you can rub that in to sore muscles to cool uh, everything down. It does a great job before you ride to help make sure that you get the soft tissue warmed up um, so that we can help prepare that tissue for work. Um, and then, you know, that the goal there being we can try to prevent some injuries, right? Um, the uh, poultice, of course, uh, it's a wonderful way to help keep everything nice and uh, tight. Um, the uh, Sornamore Performance Poultice is probably one of our biggest movers. People love that product. It's... Uh, goes on really well, comes off easily when you're ready for it to, which is the bane of most poultice and cakes on you can never get it off. And so uh so yeah, so that's so we have those few different kinds. Uh, they do a really good job of those types of things. One of the big things about Sornomore specifically I guess that I would say that makes it different from anything else uh, anything else out there on the market is the fact that you can put it under wraps and pads and blankets and it's not gonna burn, it's not gonna blister. Uh, I show rangers, and so I like to put it on my horse's back before I ride, so I've got some herbs in there, you know, helping to Under keep the saddle. Yeah. yeah, a little bit of the calmer. Yeah. Yeah. And then again after I ride, keep a little, keep a little bit in the fridge and, and then use it as a nice cool down and, and to, to get all that lactic acid flowing, get all that blood flowing, you know, out of the muscles. So, I hope, does that answer the question? That did. Go ahead. Yeah. And of course, the ventures are intimate with liniments because they use them all the time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, it's definitely used. Now, um, so you have the new one is double the strength. Right. Okay. The ultra. You bet. Why would anybody buy the old one then? Uh, less expensive. Okay. The ultra is, um, the ultra does cost more money. It is, you know, it's, uh, and if the old sword number has been working for you, then. Yeah. yeah. You know, the way that we thought, you know, so it's been kind of an, uh, interesting, uh, curve here. The way that we kind of thought of it is, okay, most people will probably use their classic or the new um, performance line, um, you know, on a daily basis. A little less cost and, uh, you know, use it just every day and then pull off the ultra when you go to the show. You really need a yep. big impact quickly. However, what we're finding is that most people, once they try the ultra, they just want to use that every day because yeah. it works. It really works well. Yeah, my first thought when you asked that question, Glenn, was that it would depend on maybe your level of work or your level, you know, performance that you're asking of your horse, um, whether to go with the original or whether to go with the stepped up new performance version. But yeah, to me, that's, that's an interesting comment that you make that once people try your new formula, the double strength, they don't want to go back. Yeah. Yeah. It's been interesting. I know for me, I, uh, I just kind of stick with the ultra now. <laughs> Even where I love the classic, it's you know it's been really good. But uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. We've had got a lot of uh, information back from users that they're just in love with it, and uh, so that makes me happy. It makes me really happy when we get the pictures back and the letters back from you know the little gal showing her hunter jumper, and uh, she's so excited because you know her horse is happy after the show. When before you know the horse was was not real happy after all that work. So that's what makes it worth it for us to be able to see the changes that we can help uh, create in those horses' lives and help them enjoy their job and be able to help that relationship between horse and rider and, and uh, you know, help everyone to remember why we do this. I think it's easy to get caught up in. We're, we're all trying to make a living, but at the end of the day, you know, the reason why we're doing this is because we're trying to do something good for the horse and for 
the writers and ourselves, right? I think that's a great concept because I know for me personally, it's all about fun at the end of the day. So to me, part of that means that everybody's doing well and everybody's feeling great. You and your horse. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, that's one thing I, I definitely learned from my dad uh, growing up is uh, if you're not having fun showing horses, then go get a motorcycle. Yeah. <laughs> a lot because a lot less, less money. Yeah. And money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can have a hobby that's a lot cheaper. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. But once, it, once it's in your blood, as uh, Ian Tyson once said, it's an addiction that's not that hard to understand, right? Yeah. Well, very good. What's the website? Uh, www.arenas.com, or you can also find us at uh, www.equilite.com. Very good. Thank you so much, Brady, for joining us again. We really appreciate it. And thank you for donating all the prizes for our listeners, too. We appreciate that. Uh, Absolutely. It's a uh, relationship that, that we cherish. So Very thank good. you. Thanks, Brady. Talk to you soon. Okay, thanks see, so much. See you all soon. Well, that's it. That's all of our guests for today. You did it. I can't believe it just seemed to go by so fast. It does, then. doesn't it? I made it through. Yeah. And, you know, these ADA shows usually do uh, speed right by. Let's have Jennifer sit down here and say hi real quick. Uh, she's been floating around wrangling guests. And then uh, doing her thing. Hey, Jennifer. I think I just put on about 10 miles on these sneakers. <laughs> <laughs> you do get tired at this show because it's all concrete, and you're walking around for an entire day around the concrete, and you put about 10 miles on yeah. this building. Yeah. I, I kept running into people, though, trying to get the guests. Excuse me, I'm in a hurry. Excuse me, I'm in a hurry. <laughs> well, you know, we appreciate you joining us and your sister who's hiding over in the corner, refusing to be on the air. Lorraine's hiding over there. Lorraine has been taking pictures, though, today. So She's doing the behind the scenes on the show, right? That's right. Right? She'll be uh, posting some pictures on Facebook, I so assume. If, if you don't like the way the show went, Send Send your complaints to to Lorraine. Lorraine. (laughs) 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 Thank you so much for sitting in today. You set the bar high now for other auditors. I tried. I tried the best that I could, Glenn. You did. You did great. No, you did (laughs) a fun show. A lot of really interesting people. Yeah, it was a lot of fun guests today. Yeah. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Who knew? And they all showed up, which doesn't always happen. That's now, because you had the guest wrangler. I know, because Jennifer was out trying to drag him over here. We the best booth award went to Willie Bakery. Willie's Bakery. Willie. Willie Bakery. Yeah. yeah. Which is right down the road for us. We gave them the best booth award because they had the cutest booth. And you can see a picture of it on our Facebook page. I already posted it. Uh, Willie Bakery. Me over there with a pretty girl. Normal. But uh, you know, in every picture. And then if you want to see pictures of uh, Lorraine and you want to see pictures of Colleen, then you also find it on our Facebook page because we posted those as well. Uh, so you uh, Now, the other co-hosts don't get to do it with me, so they, you are the privileged one. You know, I feel honored. I know you should. You should, too. <laughs> Guys, I don't have the boots on yet. Come on. <laughs> you know. Did you get fitted for your half-chat? I did. I got yeah. measured. I'm very excited. Oh, we're very nice. excited about yes. getting your new half She's been talking about half-chats for six months now. Yes. Saying when we go to eight, I'm getting my half chat. Well, the ones I have are stretched out because I wear them over top of blue jeans. Mm. And once you do that, there's no going back. They do you can't wear them over Especially the Especially elastic in them. Yeah. You notice that? Yeah. So you, yeah. you need two pair, one for the jeans, one for the breeches. So to wrap up the show, have you seen something that is your highlight walking around here that you went, oh, I've got to have one of those? What's your highlight of the show? And you're a product tester, so that's tough because you see so many products. Okay. Um, 
My first thought was I couldn't pick just one thing, and it was an overall thinking about colors. But there is this one helmet that I saw yesterday. Oh, really? Uh, it's a K1 helmet. Um, you can find it down at ERS. And I have to tell you, so one of the things that happens to me all the time is I ride in sunglasses. Or, I'm sorry, 1K. I'm, oh 1K? My, my okay. brain is frank. It's, yeah. it's a 1K We're talking helmet. about a lot of products. I apologize. It's not K1. 1K. 1K helmet. So I ride all the time obviously, <laughs> in sunglasses. And I find one of the things that I absolutely hate is my sunglasses are always flatting down my face. I am trying to school dressage, and, you know, you, you're going along nicely. You've got some nice contact. Your horse is soft, and the sunglasses start to slide down. And before they fall off, you got to take your hand off the rein and push them back up, and then you, you you've lost everything. Your... <laughs> That's right. So we just changed the gate. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. So what's really cool about this helmet is it has a uh, retractable visor that comes down. So you kind of press up on either side, uh, right, you know, on either side of your eyes, and the visor lowers. Really? So you kind of have a built-in pair of sunglasses. Huh. So they do... Um, Motorcycle helmet. Yeah, kind of yeah, motorcycle yeah. helmet's kind of that way, yeah. I was totally enamored by this helmet. You look like an astronaut. Uh, I, you know, it looks great, though. It actually doesn't, to me, you would you would think the concept would be a little, like, oh, well, how's that really going to Shutting down the center line in Wellington in that. <laughs> I don't know about that. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> next year. I don't know about Maybe that. Maybe next year. But, no, but to me, I was totally like, oh, my gosh. Cross country would be, be great for cross country. Oh, my country. gosh. Yeah. Great. Well, just for every day. You're right, having to worry about the sunglasses. And the other thing that happens, when you put your glasses on underneath your helmet, it presses on the side of the glasses. The helmets, a lot of yep. times, yep. will squish the glasses, and then they're, like, smashed to the side of your face. and uh, They yeah. fog up. That's yeah, the they fog up. up. That's the other thing. So that, that's the one thing that's kind of sticking in well, my we'll, mind. We'll have to I'll tune in that out. I'll I'll tune to the next that. show and see if it's still there. Yeah. If it makes it. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to uh, check it out. I didn't see that. Yeah, and I don't know if it's brand new, but it's... You know, I just saw it in person for the first time, and I was kind of totally like, oh, my gosh, okay, I need to try it on, and then actually had to go back and look at it again. So, And the Breaches girls stopped by here this morning on, on their way through, busting on me about why I wasn't wearing the Breaches I <laughs> wore the last time for the first time. Yeah, why aren't you wearing those? They're in your suitcase. I made sure they were there. I hate to disappoint, it. <laughs> I hate to disappoint everybody, but I haven't worn them since the last show, so I hate to disappoint you all. I drive a <laughs> cart. I really don't need Breaches. That's true. That's yeah. true. I don't really. We need think to get you some of those bright pastels. But now I have a belt to match my cart. Yes, you do. I'm going to be silent. You're going to be very. Silent. I am going to be silent. Well, that's it for today. We appreciate everybody joining us here from the American Equestrian Trade Association. Thanks again to the Association of the Hopper Expositions for inviting us to come over and to uh, sit here and have fun again. We'll be back tomorrow morning live at 9 a.m. on Horses in the Morning with the Certified Horsemanship Association show. And then back here to continue Auditor Week on Wednesday morning. Thank you so much, Colleen. Thank you, Lorraine, for joining us. Thanks, Glenn, for having me on. And thank you for everybody to listen, for listening to me. And Colleen, again, she's the product tester for Eventing Nation. Go to eventingnation.com and you can see all of her write-ups and reviews there. And you, you do a terrific job with those. They're a lot of fun. Oh, thank you. I try to make them a lot of fun and entertaining as well as educational. So That's the adventure way. I try. That's the adventure way. We'll see everybody. We hope Jamie's having a great time riding horses, shooting bows and arrows, and, and uh, uh, learning to eat meat because I don't know what else they're going to have up there at the Idaho Ranch because what else? Don't, I'm sure. Do you think they accommodate vegetarians in Idaho? Sure. You think? Sure. Okay. Texas. Yeah, cactus. You can have cactus. Yeah, that's right. Anything she can dig up. Berries from the woods. Yeah. 
I'm glad she's not here to hear this. <laughs> we'll see you, everybody. Thank you.